Hi, Carla. Hi, Robin. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm that too. <laughs> yeah. I'm so grateful for all the calls and the little circles. Oh my goodness, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. Are you on the, the study buddy thing? I did, I did sign up for that, and I have two people that I don't know, but I'm getting to know. One of them is in year uh, MLC 1, and the other's in MLC 2, and they're just, uh, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's been a little, you know, how things start off and we're trying to settle in, but basically every time we have met, it has just been, so insightful and helpful. Hi, Diane. Hi, Robin. Hi, Carla. Nice to see you both. Yeah. Carla, we're wearing the same color. Yes. Almost, yeah. Purple. Is it? Uh, you look blue on my screen. Yeah. Sorry, did I come in just like interrupting something? No. no just, Carla asked me if I was, I said I was so grateful for my prayer partners and the little circles. And she asked if I was doing the study buddy group, and I said yes. And that it is, we've stumbled around with timing and stuff, but when we have met, it has just been so insightful and so helpful, and I'm just delighted, yeah. Have you been doing the group, the study buddy, the group thing uh that's the one that's going to be on sundays right well it's not the study buddy thing i think it's the community it's the uh hi lawrence hey lawrence hi lawrence which one are you talking about i think it's the breakout i'm sorry it's a, i think it's the breakout the other <laughs> There's one on Thursday, and there's now there's another on Friday. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Right. I went to one, and then I was not able to do the – I'm not – I don't know. It sounds like it's maybe more for the MLC 1 class, for those who can't meet on the regular time, and the same thing with MLC 2, and I guess anyone can join. I haven't decided. Are you going to join those? I can't do the Thursday one and the Friday one is at a time. I'm not sure if I can come, but I might if I'm if I feel guided or prompted or whatever. I've done the the um, the Thursday group with Angela and the Master Fulleting one um, people a couple of times and it's been so beneficial I have to say it's been it's a it's wonderful uh experience to link up with people that I don't know and haven't really met yet and um some of their names are not familiar I think because you're right Robin they live in Europe and mm -hmm. on, on a different time zone um but I really uh, I, I learn a lot like I, just the sharing um and uh, and it's really prompted me to <clears throat> to be more diligent 
about listening to Masterful Living One. So I feel like when I join them, I've got some background about what um, what's going on. But I think I've done it twice, two or three times. I think it's just happened, maybe three, but at least two. And it, it's been beneficial. And I, I love joining with um, with people that I don't know. And, uh, and the sharing is just awesome. Hey, you know, I, I really I want to talk about this more. I'd like to talk about this more, but I, we need to pray in. We haven't prayed in yet. We're just kind of waiting for people. And we got talking. So, um, does anyone want to volunteer? I'll pray us in. Great. Thank you. Holy Spirit, Father, Mother, God, we are so grateful and thankful for this time together, for being able to join as the two or more gathered in your name today. We're grateful and thankful that we can experience the oneness of who you are. We can experience a deeper authenticity and we can truly, truly come to know in our hearts that we are joined as the one mind together. And we are so grateful that we are able to heal together and experience our own healing as we hear the sharing of our brothers and sisters and how all these wonderful opportunities of healing are coming about in Masterful Living. We pray for this time together that we are here and we pray, Holy Spirit, that you will direct this call. You will bring forward that which needs to be discussed that would be a benefit for everybody here today and also benefit for those listening and a benefit for um, for those that we're going to come in contact with later on today, our family, our friends, and especially those that we don't even know yet that we're going to be meeting, that we might be truly bring the peace and love of God with us in all our interactions. We pray that our time together will benefit each and every person on the planet, and so it is, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Diane. I love listening to, it's like, just like the study by things, like to meet people that, that they have different takes on things and different healings and stuff. And I love listening to other people pray because it, it, every, everyone, every prayer has a, a little, different flavor. Thank you. I forgot when you were saying, you said, you know, because Jennifer, you, you, we used to, I, I remember in community calls, I used to say in the high, the known and unknown, seen and unseen, and you reminded me of that when you spoke about, you know, we don't even arrive being aware yet. Yeah, it's good. Is your own take on that kind of? I don't like it. Thanks, Carla. Was there something you wanted to to bring up just before we prayed in? You said there was something you wanted to talk about. 
today. Now, at this, what we're talking about, I think, I, when, it didn't, when I was interrupting you and said, let's pray in, uh, you were talking, and I'm like, you know, I was willing to continue on this discussion, if, but wanted to kind of suspend you. So, well, so, Carla, are we, we're talking about the study buddy groups, or that's what we were talking about, and Diane, you were saying how beneficial uh, the going to the MLC one class at least twice or maybe three times, and I find any time that we join any of the circles, um, it's just so wonderful and beneficial. And yet, whereas you like to meet with new and different people, I feel shy and like, <laughs> and um, I, um, so I'm just outing myself. I, this year I've been listening, I, I still continue to listen to most of the classes and don't get all of them, but the, I always make the year one class something to go back to because of its foundation and it's and uh, so I have been uh, listening to MLC one uh, and just I feel like I hear things that I've never heard before and I know that Jennifer has shared it uh, and it, and I will say we were you were talking about the Ho'opono or um, I believe in one of our classes, Diane, I thought it was you, I don't know. And when Jennifer read that, when she brought that to MLC1, she literally opened the book and read out of it. And when she, and you were saying, somehow it seems to be a higher teaching this year or something deeper, and what made, and I was like, yes, and what made it higher and deeper for me was she read, which I was like, I've never heard this before, about how he took on all the criminals, all the, all the staff, all the uh, patients, their uh, false beliefs and untruths and behave, whatever, she read that so clearly, and it stayed. When when uh, Tony Batali said, "Well, what were you actually doing that healed these people?" and he said, "When I said that little prayer, I was saying it to heal all all of that stuff that is within me." It, it just blew me away. I can't. I'm not describing it as profoundly and eloquently as I received it at that time and I held on to that for a week or two like this is all I'm going to be about and then I immediately forgot it and when you brought it up again I'm like I need to put whole ponopono plaster in some place and in thinking of doing it in that way that you just take responsibility for all the quote unquote bad stuff uh, you know uh, it's just like um, a gazillion moving forward and understanding the Course in Miracles and 
and and what what our function and purpose is. So um, I don't know where that came from, but anyway. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. That was good. It was good because it helped me. I there's something that was. Pause. So, my practice has been lately looking looking at my life and what comes up, what upsets, what you know, you know, stuff in my life that's I feel as opportunities. That that's I don't have to look anywhere else. Just look at our life, right? And um. So I'm going to say, so what you, what you talk about taking responsibility, I flashed my mind. I know spirit showed me, but I want to move on and not do it. Right. So my, so this is my neighbor has built a big house. Like I have this, a lot of windows in my dining room and, and so her house is really tall. It like was, it has a basement and so it built up the half, only half the basement is like submerged. So it's really kind of high. So there, so what I experienced is all her windows look down at me. And this is kind of interesting, but she actually talked to me about some, a few months ago or something about that she was in her house and somebody, some neighbor walked around in his house naked. And she was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? I can't have my daughter seeing that. <laughs> and I'm like, I forgot about it. But then I real, then something happened last week. I was like, I feel that nurse's is upset. Is it I feel not able to walk around my house without clothes on you know like when in the kitchen I forgot something I want to get something and I'm like I and I'm I'm kind of upset I noticed the upset is like and it's not my responsibility right she, if she wants to look you know I'm just walking around my house and it's so what so I just noticed well she I have curtains up but I don't want to close them all the time. You know, she isn't having curtains. I'm like, it's her responsibility to get curtains. I'm like, so it's like, it's perfect that you brought up what you brought up about taking responsibility. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> I don't know what that is, what that appears like. Maybe I should talk to her about it. I don't have no idea what to do. But I feel like even that circumstance, it seems like I just want to walk around my house, whatever, you know. And even that, everything is about taking responsibility. Everything. Is that what you did? I mean, stuff that didn't seem like it was really about him, right? And so I'm, I'm so grateful that I'm like, oh, if this is important, I'll be shown. Show me if this is important spirit, you know, otherwise I'm just going to let it go and not do anything, right? And then this is like 
this maybe an hour ago, right? And here you are talking about it. And I felt it. I'm like, uh, I'm being shown. This is what I say. I want to be, sh- I'm to be shown in my life. And here in the skinny call, you're talking about it. So it's perfect. <laughs> Carla, do you have the book? No. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I got it. But I did read it. Um, yeah. Originally, it was on Audible. I listened, started listening to, I think it was on Audible, and I don't have that anymore. But is it a big book? Not particularly. I mean, it's not a little book. It's just your average, normal kind of a book. There's also an audio book. You know, I'm trying to deflect again. Yeah, I think there's an audio book if you don't feel like reading it. I, I'm not sure if you can download it on a Kindle or whatever um, if you want to if you want to listen to it. But I I agree with Robin. I I really got so much out of the masterful yes. teaching this year more than um and uh, like this is the I've read the book once only the masterful living one, but this is the fourth time I. I listened to Jennifer teaching and I was the same as you Robin when she was reading it I was like oh wow um of course I read it I probably heard her read that before but for some reason I was just able to hear it on, on some different level and I listened to those um the whole Ono teaching twice um and I realized that second time through, I actually got got more out of it. And I realized that um, the, the questions that the Masterful Living One um, people were asking were so profound that it, it for me, it kind of elevated the teaching quite a bit, like that whole... Jennifer and the whole group together kind of synergistically brought forth this uh, wonderful teaching um, that um, allowed me somehow to hear it in a way I haven't been able to hear it before. And um, and like you, Robin, I'm really trying to practice it. Like um, every day, I'm trying to have everything that's coming up I've got big stuff and little stuff like everybody um and even some of these little things that I uh, was read an article on the news today and uh here in Vancouver we've got an issue coming up around a pipeline that's coming in um you probably don't get the Canadian news but it's becoming a huge issue for us we're calling it the the northern standing rock um, because there's so much opposition um, and it's it's really ramping up um, and so and of course I'm on one side judgmentally very strongly and um, it's bringing up a lot of judgments and people are wrong and all of this kind of stuff so you know I really kind of looked at that this morning that what what it was bringing up for me was very strong judgments very polarized opinions um the sense very strongly that I am right in this situation the pipeline should not be built all of this um 
very strong judgments coming up within me. And, um, and so I'm kind of looking at that, like, and, and doing the whole Ho'oponopono. And it's, it's really, when the judgments are so strong in me, there's, there's really uh, strong opinion that I am right and these particular politicians are wrong. Um, it's really hard for me to, uh, well, I shouldn't say it's really hard for me. It's, I'm, I am attempting to, um, to apply the whole prayer to this. I'm trying to take responsibility that I'm bringing this up in my life because um, the, uh, the, uh, the opposition is just really starting to ramp up because the pipeline in some areas of the province beside us, they're starting to build it. And we're saying we don't want it. And so it's a, it's a, a kind of a, a big issue that's coming up for us. It's been brewing for a while, but now it's coming to the forefront. And so I'm trying to, and, and you've got these issues in the U.S., right? We, we've, we've all got them politically. Um, and, uh, and so I, it, it's just interesting, like, um, how I'm really trying to take that as something that I'm manifesting, that's something that needs to be healed within me because I don't want to be, uh, to go through the next year being upset about this and that the pipeline may in fact get built and and then we have to live to learn to live with that here in Vancouver if we if we do get it built we have to learn to live with it um so anyways uh, it's just been it's been wonderful to 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 have this come up and to have the that beautiful uh teaching to um to really help me kind of uh, transform this potential upset that I'm starting to feel around this pipeline that's coming through, possibly. So, yeah. It's been great, yeah. Yeah. What happened to, to Lawrence and Carla? Are, they, are you guys still there? <laughs> are you two still there? Hello? Maybe they went to the bathroom. I mean, <laughs> so I, I will just say a couple of things. That's happening in Virginia, this pipeline thing. And it, and I can get right there with you like, what? And um, so, yes, happening in Virginia, wanting to put pipelines through the beautiful mountains and countryside. But then when you were speaking to... Carla, I gave you and Lawrence a pause. I said, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to give them a chance. But in 30 seconds, you didn't. So I jumped right back in. So after, but the other thing, I, I'm even not listening to my NPR news like I used to, like that used to be a happening. You did because I, I just get so upset. And I'm like, I do not need to do that to myself. But on the other hand, listening to just anything that takes me so deeply into judgment and negativity and that uh, old patterns, you're listening to that article 
and feeling the upset and then taking, saying, bringing Ho'oponopono to it. I mean, I probably should listen to some news to get myself riled up enough to let all this stuff come up. You know, it's just kind of shifting. I'm like, I'm not listening to the news. And I do. You can't hear. It's all around you. You turn on your computer and stuff is popping up. And mostly I try not to go to it, but occasionally I do. But it's like using it to heal myself and the world. I mean, that this is a collective thing. All this political stuff is so collective. And we're being called to love. We're being called to love. I was with a couple of friends who are very, you know, they're, they're very politically uh, with it. And I'm always like, oh, I hope we don't have to have those discussions because it's just like I don't want to even have to, you know, I don't know. And, and there came a little just peace, and, and I'm like, Holy Spirit, what do I do here? Do I speak? Do I be quiet? I mean, I don't know. And there was a little space where one of the people said she had spoken um, where she had felt the other person who was opposite her and her beliefs walked away. So obviously was offended. And so this person went to that person and apologized. And there was my opening. And I said, that's where, I said, that's it, right there. I said, you stepped in and you went to a higher place. And my other friend said, quote, quote. And I was like, not, I guess my ego went, yay. But, but I was like, thank you, Holy Spirit. And so that felt just that one little teeny sentence that I could say, there it is. You stepped up to your higher self or, or up to a higher, a higher um you took the higher path. I used some language that I felt would be acceptable. I don't know why I'm telling that story either, but but it's just in thinking about not wanting to hear the news because I'm going to get upset. Maybe I need to uh, look at that differently so I can be praying for it and blessing it and being open so I can get my prayers and blessings out into the world, which I'm really not because I'm not listening. So thank you for letting me see that differently. I got a phone call. That's why I had to go for a okay. minute. We, we were both like, Lawrence, Carl. Is Lawrence still there? I, I haven't heard how, how you're doing, Lawrence. Are you still there? And, and um, oh, oh, there you are. Hey. How are you doing? The kitty cat. Is that your kitty? Or... <laughs> uh, there. Okay. I couldn't. I couldn't unmute myself. Um. Uh. What was the question? I was just. I had to. I had to leave the room. So I just got back. Uh, uh, what, 
well, you asked you asked me how I was. Um, I am I'm so hot and and uncomfortable. I can't I can't I can hardly think right now. It's it's the heat. It's the uh, it's the weather. Is it humid there? It's extremely humid and hot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you in the you're in the New York area? Is that right? Boston. Boston. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like it's been it's been just unbearable. It's been like a hundred degrees and hundred percent humidity. <laughs> wow. That, yes, I can agree with Lawrence because it's the East Coast and it's just really hot and humid. You can't, you hardly can stand to be outside for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I used to really like weather like this when I when I lived by the ocean. But, uh, and I'm still, I'm only three miles from the ocean, but uh, it's three miles of city. And then the ocean is Boston Harbor. It's not, not really the ocean. Of course, it's all water. It's all one substance. Well, Lawrence, please be sure to drink water and hydrate yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, good. <laughs> Have you, um, we were, when you left the room, we were talking about the whole own chronicle and just wondering, um, we're just kind of sharing what our experience is with it or was. Ho'oponopono uh, has, uh, has gotten me through the very worst of times when things get when things get uh, just too confusing and full of fear, which they have been lately, uh, I can just go into the Ho'oponopono and go back to zero point, and uh, which is the holy instant I figured out finally is the holy, holy instant and uh, there there is there I am unbotherable and there I can take refuge I love that word you just used, Lawrence, taking refuge. And it's just really lovely that we have that little prayer if we can remind ourselves to use it. Yeah, taking refuge. Yeah, I have to say this morning when I, uh, I found myself getting a bit revved up around the politics here um and and then i uh i worked with the whole, 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 whole prayer and i actually could feel a more relaxation coming in my body i could just feel 
you know, feel some of that stress coming out. So I, I do, I agree there with you, Lawrence, that, um, that it, it does have that profound feeling effect. Like physically, I could feel the upset leaving my body. Um, not completely, mm-hmm. but it was, it kind of brought my anxiety, my upset, stress. It, it really brought it down, you know, and uh, yeah. It's interesting that you say it brings it, brought it down. For me, it, it brings it, the physical feeling is bringing it up, brings it up and and out. That's that's my, that's how it feels to me. The, the energy seems to, the, the knotted up energy seems to rise up. Is is that what the hologram idea of A Course in Miracles is about, that we can use the same word that can, we can experience the same kind of healing with just what you all both have shared, the depths and the heights? Um, hmm. Is that the hologram part of A Course in Miracles? This, I don't know. Because I can hear both of you and go, yeah, it calms me down and it raises me up. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, Robin. I, I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, I think... I are, are kind of saying the same thing using different words. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure about this. I, I, I think, I guess that is it, because I thought the holographic point of A Course in Miracles was that you can understand one part, you can understand. And so that, that is it, right? What you're, what you're saying. It's an elusive thing for me to talk about or understand, but um, I just, I appreciated both of your shares and am grateful for that prayer and want to really bring it, put it in my pocket. There are a few tools that are in my pocket. I use them over and over again. They're very familiar and they work for me. And I feel that that would be one that I would want to keep closer by. Yeah. That I do use it, but it's not, it's not one I go to just automatically. Uh, and I'm using the word automatically, and this was an insight that I had. Now, when I say it, you guys will be like, yeah, <laughs> what's new? But... Thinking about fear and uh, thinking about fear and thinking about um, not needing to 
carry that with me so often, I realize that when I have that pause, that choice point, and I choose to focus on love, in that instant, fear automatically falls away. Well, we all know that, but it just it just was like, and the next minute I might be back into fear, but in that instant, when I choose purposefully love, fear automatically falls. It just made me feel so light and relaxed and refreshed. And it was a new way of looking at fear and, um, or not. So I, I just really loved that for myself and then sharing it. Yeah, I think that that is the, that's the whole message of, of A Course in Miracles. Yeah. Summed up. What you, hearing is, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Right. What I'm hearing in, in what your shares is that basically this is, I don't really use Ho'oponopono a lot, but, um, and what I see is this, what, what appears to me is this, is it, it's the willingness to see something differently. That we, we get upset because of something, we, we give it meaning, we don't like it or whatever, and that the whole poem, poem and, and everything, the course where I'm willing to see this differently, all that stuff, it's really saying, it's, it's opening the door to that possibility, you know, to seeing it differently and to be shown, you know. And I think focusing on the, the Ho'oponopono is like shifting your focus from what you're originally upset or disturbance or whatever's coming up in your mind. It's kind of a shift of focus to like prayer to Prayer can be that too. I mean, it is a prayer, actually, but um, I don't know. That's what comes up for me. Because I, I see it all the time in my life. Not all the time, but often I've seen it. Where I don't even have to see or even think like, I want to see it differently. I don't even actually, I'm like, hmm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, and that's what the whole Ho'oponopono is saying, that, you know, you're willing to see it differently. Yeah. And, and that we have that choice. I mean, there is a choice every moment, every instant. Right. There's that choice. That, that, that that we either take responsibility or we exactly. have a choice where we are participating, we're making the choice, and we can make the choice for love or fear or whatever, however you want to express that. 
like your um, your thought about seeing things and, and kind of being in that open space. Because a lot of my upset tends to come around realize thoughts that I'm right and somebody else is wrong. I'm having a hard Diane, I'm having a hard time hearing you because some somebody's having some interference or something, some noise. Yeah, can you hear me right now? Yes, it's much better. Okay, I can't see you for some reason. I don't know what's happened here. Uh just a sec. Oh, can you hear me now? Oh, you can't hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I'll just keep going because I, I don't know what happened. I I didn't click myself off, but I can't I can't see you guys. But that's okay. Um I was just thinking I liked what you said about seeing things differently because my, my one of my um very strong beliefs that I'm trying to heal is that I'm right and somebody else is wrong and it, and that's a, such a polarizing judgment and and I when I hear you say I'm wanting to see things differently what I'm hearing is nobody's wrong and nobody's right and and so if I can let go of or I can heal or transcend that feeling of um, I'm, I want to be right, it doesn't mean I'm wrong. It just means that, um, that there's different viewpoints and they're all valid, even those that are at, on the full opposite extreme to what I might be thinking. Um, they're just all valid. There aren't any rights or wrongs with them. So thanks for bringing that up. Thank you. Oh, there we go. Is now? I'm back. <laughs> it's interesting. You didn't have to do anything, right? It just. Well, I did click on something because I thought, oh. what's happening here? So I just clicked on something and then I came back. Cool. But thank you, Carla, because I that, that um I I want to be right and I feel I'm right is is really strong in me and I really would love to feel that. <coughs> you know, I want to share this. this. Is kind of funny. Is it? Remember the the line from the course? Do you want to be right? Or do you want to be happy? And I used to and I, I realized for a long time I thought being right was making me happy. <laughs> I can let that go. Yeah, thanks.
Well, we're all being quiet, so I feel like I can feel this emotion coming up. I don't want to share this. I know you're all being quiet, so. Because I feel sometimes I feel like I speak too much, too quick. And that's a judgment. And I can let that go. So, when we're talking about I don't know, what hurt is the meaning we give to things. And I'm realizing that um, this is what I'm doing in, um, in the, the seeming, the appearance of my body of the ataxia that I'm having. That, that I'm, God, I can feel it's emotional. So, so I went to a downtown. I had jury duty Monday. And I thought that was a perfect day because Tuesday, I was hoping they, they didn't have us come back Tuesday. But it's so interesting that how I realized that I live my life like I do the same things over and over again. And I'm comfortable with that. And so this kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone. I went down there in the... The appearance of the ataxia in my body is becoming more visible. And I'm suddenly, because I'm, I'm thinking about the past. I'm thinking about how I used to dance, how I used to be able to do things, you know, and I think I want to verbalize what I'm thinking, but it's not shifting. And one thing, one, what, what I'm telling myself, and I want to allow myself how I feel. Yet, what I'm focusing on is very important. That's why, like in the whole Ponopono, it's, it shifts our focus from what we're, what's upsetting us. See, I'm feeling better now. I can hear it. I'm shifting, it's about shifting our focus to, to focusing on what's upsetting us to, to seeing it a different way and, and allowing that, that whatever that is, into our awareness that shifts that focus from looking at what's upsetting us to you don't even have to look at something else, just not looking. <laughs> just allowing whatever comes up because oh man, no, this is shifting that I can feel. Because whatever's happening, whatever's happening has to be for the highest good. doesn't mean we don't do something about the pipeline or whatever, you know, if you're guided. Do something, because action is really what is very helpful. 
but I'm thinking I've been really focused on what I don't like. They don't like in in the when I went downtown in the jury duty, I saw I could feel people looking at me differently. And that's what I'm really wanting interested in healing because I think it, that's always going to happen. That's always going to happen that people look at stuff differently than we do. And here it's me, right? <laughs> or it seems like it's the me I think I am. And, um, and to cut those cords feels really important. <sighs> That's what I think that's what I'm supposed to remember by speaking. I usually get around to whatever it is that's helpful to me by speaking. Because thinking doesn't do it as easily. That's why I pray aloud and stuff. It's really helpful to speak it aloud and speak in these communities. <sighs> so... I've been I'm really big on wellness statements and that the, to create wellness statements around things you don't that you are resistant to that you don't that the personality self doesn't want to do that the ego self says is not impossible or whatever then I create wellness statements around it so let's see if I can do that. I'm willing to see myself as whole and complete no matter how I'm perceived by others or how I feel their perception is impacting me. I'm interested in cutting the cords to identifying with what their perception that I hold the truth. I felt good. <laughs> I think I'm done. Thanks, Carla. I could really hear and see the change in you as you, um, during your share. It, it was really, thank you so much. It's really beautiful. Thank you. Uh, I, I thank you, Carla. I feel like, you know, um, 
I feel this is such a deep block. I feel like this is such a high block. And part of me wants, in saying those words, I'm kind of feeling like this is so challenging. And then very quickly, it was like, well, yes, it is a deep walk. It is a high walk, deep and high meaning sacred to me. And it doesn't have to be challenging. And I guess that's where I'm, um, the other day I was doing some work, uh, which has really been good for me to literally sit down and put pen to paper and uh, with the 21 day, um, because I've been very resistant to that kind of work. But anyway, um, what came up in some different every day with my thought, I was reading them over and over again, which usually when I do something like that, I'll read it and or just do it and it's gone. And reading the, the daily um, experiences over again, one day I saw something like an insight and it was just like so gratifying and I thought let me let me go back and read these again to see the insight in each and every day which I did and it was just and there was an insight there for me for each and every day which was like see if you take time and you're not just reading one thing over fast and okay you did that one of the things that came up was how I'm always I'm waiting I'm waiting I had written down I'm waiting to reach the 51 percent and I'm like what are you waiting for <laughs> it was like huge it's like you don't have to wait for the 51%. It's, and it, that was just so clear. Now, there's this practice that I have to come to that and say the 51, I'm already there. So, um, I, I don't know what that has to do with anything, guys. It's just kind of, it just came up to me to share with you all that we do not have to wait, that it doesn't, this sacred work does not have to be uh, challenging or, or whatever I do to make it feel that way, and that in every instant, um, I can, for me, something, the choice to see things differently. I love adding that to it, Carla, and the whole Pono Pono and the refuge idea. That it's it is in the now. 
And I mean, I've been working with that now thing since the 60s. <laughs> Be here now! You know, that first book that we all read. Um, I can't remember his name, but anyway. I don't have to wait for the 51%, and I don't have to wait on anything, really. I don't have to wait on God's knowing. I'm always wanting to know. So, I don't know. Those are just some thoughts. That's perfect, <clears throat> Robin. That what I hear and what you share <clears throat> is a lot of it's about how we perceive ourselves. Or how I, because, and what I think what I'm getting to is, and I think it's, maybe that's a misstatement. It's not how we perceive ourselves. It's when those thoughts that we're believing and energizing, those, those can't, those aren't our thoughts. Those are the ego thoughts that we're believing is us. Because we are already over the 51. The true us is already there. And so if we tell ourselves it's challenging, this is hard, this is I can't do it or whatever, it's what we're lying with the ego. Thank you so much. I just, I've been speaking this, but I haven't. It's really helpful to hear. Hear someone else say it differently in the in a way that I've shown what you're saying. Thank you, thank you so much. Never think you shouldn't say stuff because I hear sometimes let go of that. <laughs> uh, for for me, it's it's very helpful to remember. Uh, whenever I'm feeling anything less than completely joyful, that I'm believing a lie of the a false story from the ego. Any time that, that I'm not feeling totally joyful, I'm not aligned with God, and that 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 alignment that that heaven is here now, We're, we are right now, safe at home in heaven, dreaming that we're in exile. And the, the kingdom of heaven is available to us right now. We don't have to wait. Till something's done, till something happens, till we change, till, till something changes. It's, it's here now. We just have to let ourselves see it.
thanks everyone for sharing that and what was coming up for me when you were all talking was um, just a reminder for myself of how important practicing is that um, it that it's uh, almost for me like a 12-step program I have to keep practicing and practicing um, or that that ego thought pattern will just come into my mind so easily and so stealthily thank you yeah like it, and you know i might be doing something kind of mindless like washing the floor and then i'm conscious of what's going on in my mind and i'm like oh my gosh that's just all so incredibly judgmental you know and um so it's just um, for me. I am praying for uh, for the divine alarm clock to to keep going off, um, to keep reminding me throughout the day uh, that that what's going on in my mind is is actually very judgmental, and um, and so that I can switch that over, you know, like you were talking about, Robin. Those those uh, other options that we have, like I. I don't have to allow that um, kind of background music to, to go on in my mind. I can change that channel. And so I am daily praying for like a divine alarm clock um, to, to just keep bringing that more into my awareness. I need to make a shift. I need to make a change. Um, what I'm thinking, I don't need to be thinking. I can choose other thoughts. And um, so thanks, everybody. That's kind of what came forward to me is that it's the ongoing practice throughout the day uh, that I need to, um, to grow my awareness around. My, that's the desire for me is to grow a greater awareness of what I'm thinking as it is. I love that uh, sentence in the course where it says, uh, Jesus says, you let your mind wander too easily. I, I don't think I have it uh, exactly right, but it's just such a, a wonderful reminder how we do let our minds wander off so easily. And, um, and so, yeah, practice, practice, practice. And just desiring, oh, so much uh, to live there. So practice, practice, practice. Yeah. Uh, another, uh, I absolutely, and I do keep. I does anybody have the time? Because I, I have no time in front of me. One oh five. One oh five. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just yeah, another time. Carly, you're. You can go ahead. Nobody's 
needs to go, does anybody need to end the call? How do you feel? Do you feel it's important? Don't let your mind tell you not to speak. Well, no, um, I, I am wanting to consider others, and I mean, I have, I just really want to consider everyone else. Okay. Robin, do you want to share, and then we can end the call after your share? Would that work? Does that feel comfortable with others? Would work for me. I, it's just a quick one, and I love it so much. It's a, one that I do carry in my pocket, and it is uh, the blessing of prayer. And since we are, I'm doing it with my study buddies, you know, I read the instructions. I mean, I've been using the prayer just because I've read it before and loved it so much. But in the instructions, it says for 21 days, make the commitment to pray to know the highest and best in this situation. And just that one sentence just is so elevating. And I'm saying uh, I, I desire, uh, I'm praying to know the highest and best, not only in this situation, but in every moment. So that's all I wanted to share. And then the little blessing prayer is so lovely to use and adapt to whatever situation or circumstance you find yourself in. It is so comforting. It is so uplifting. It brings peace to my heart. And I actually can see the rewards of using it, uh, especially when you're engaging with the world. So that's my share. And thank you. So before we pray out, <clears throat> does anybody have a request or an intention? <clears throat> Just the intention to practice. Mm -hmm. to practice what we know is helpful to us and others. Yeah, mine would be along those lines as well, is to remember um, throughout the day to practice. Uh, for me to remember, to remember to seek Remember to seek the kingdom before everything else, before anything else. Oh, I just need, um, I guess <clears throat> it's to seek in the kingdom and practice everything that people say is, is with attention. But I think to narrow the focus would be to seek the peace of God with those within me already and to know that is there. All I have to do is seek it.
Does anybody want to pray out? Robin? I'll try. Yeah. I'll pray out. I'm not going to try. I'll just do it. <laughs> so. That's right. Thank you. We place our hand on our heart. And we take this breath of love and gratitude. So grateful for this community. And in this moment, the four of us coming together in love and in light, feeling safe, feeling love, feeling acceptance. We're so blessed and grateful for this time. And we are so blessed and grateful for just all of the blessings of a loving God, of a loving spirit, who is teaching us and opening us up to our minds and our hearts to live in a different way, to see things differently, to bring love and gratitude to everything and to receive joy and abundance in everything. We lay all those blocks of love, all those ideas that are illusion all the thoughts that are false, all the negative thinking, all the judgment. We know that when we bring them to compassion and love and forgiveness, they can be dissolved. And we know in our hearts that we give them to God, they will disappear. And we're so grateful for that knowing. And we practice and practice again until it has happened. And we claim our I am presence. We claim the truth of who we are. We desire to live in that truth more and more in each and every moment. And we are so grateful and thankful to share the benefits with ourselves and with each other and with everyone because we are one with them. In grace and gratitude, we know that it is done, and we let it be, and we say, Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you, Robin. Thank you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you all. Yes. All right. Hi. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. <clears throat> Thank you. So good. So good.